Hi friends and welcome to 365 God Podcast with Pastor C. That's me. In this episode, we're going to talk from the subject of pace versus race. Pace versus race. So have you ever found yourself in life kind of running around, kind of racy and here and there and everywhere and then just you settle down and you're just beat? Or have you found yourself every day of the week you've got something to do and it's like, let me see what's on my agenda. So much so that sometimes you may have even overbooked yourself for things or Maybe you you find that life is not rewarding to you or fulfilling to you because everything just always seems to be done in a hurry. Well, you can slow down and you can begin to um, think about things and absorb things and pull kind of kind of pull things in and and ponder on things. We we get in a hurry because we see the pace of those around us. Sometimes we get in a hurry because someone else seemingly is getting ahead of us i tell you a very funny story so i've got two aunts and they're they are not that far apart in age and they were going to obtain their master's degrees together and so one of my aunts just because she was very happy says oh i'm just so happy i'm done i'm gonna be done in december with my uh with my master's degree and she was just ever so happy and this was about thanksgiving as we were all gathered together as the family and she was just going on and on on about how good it was going to be uh how it's going to feel great in december to just be done with the thing right but i had another aunt who had a son who had been diagnosed with cancer and she was taking care of him and she was um, obtaining her master's degree so she looks over at the other aunt and she says to her she says well guess what you can brag all you want to because i'll finish my degree april and graduate may and then she says and guess what you'll be in the same commencement exercise with me she's like so you can't graduate until i graduate well we often laugh about that in my family and we just chuckle about that but it is so important you remember the story of the tortoise and the hare they get to the finish line around the same time we rush and we miss out on enjoying life there was once upon a time in my life where i missed some very good moments that I'll never gain back things that you know just in a rush in a hurry to get this done and that done and accomplish that all for what we have to slow down you've heard the the saying slow down and smell the flowers or smell the roses slow down hear the birds chirping or hear things we 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 really are such competitors at time that we feel like it's more important to race than to have a pace god wants us to have a healthy pace i look at this scripture and of course it means much more than what i'm gonna render to it but hebrews 12 and 1 says therefore since we have so great a cloud of witnesses surrounding us let us also lay aside every encumbrance or every weight and the sin which so easily entangles us or besets us and let us run with endurance or with patience the race that is set before us so the first the first time or even a, a couple of times thereafter that i hear verse 1 of chapter 12 of hebrews i'm a little bit confused because i'm wondering how can you run with patience how is it that you're going to be running and not running to win i had such a competitive spirit that 
I felt like when I read this, that running was only for one thing, and that was to win. If you, I, For me, I'm not an athlete, so I don't get into races and things of that sort because my whole thing at the time was, why run if I'm not running to win? Because, But I did have such a winner's mentality. Well, now I would be more open to doing marathons because I would run that marathon at my own pace. And so I wouldn't worry about who got to the finish line first. As long as I can make it there in my time, it's all that would matter to me. But at such a young age, I was such a competitor. And so when I would read this, I would think, how in the world do, does God expect us to run anything with patience? When we look at life, we tend to think like that, like, oh my God, God wants me to slow down. When God says, I want you to wait. When God tells us to just, just hold on a minute. We have issues when God says that a lot of us do good for you. If you don't, you've learned a valuable lesson in life. You carry with you a very valuable lesson in life. But we have to make sure that we do not get ahead of God. We've got to make sure that we're in step right there, letting the Lord lead us and that we're in pace and that we're not in a race. But we we got to be able to handle, well, I shouldn't say that we're not in a race, but we're running the race with a great pace that's what we've got to do we've got to remember why God gave us that race and so it says to run with patience the race that is set before us God has put before us a, a, a race metaphorically speaking but we've got to be able to do it we got to put things aside we got to put away all the anxieties that tell us you got to hurry up and get there today we got to lay aside those weights that we've been carrying around and we're so ready to get rid of them that we just don't realize that all we got to do is just lay them aside and let our running be so much easier but we got to endure in the race we can't just give up we got to be able, and you know why some people get in a hurry because they don't want to endure they're in a hurry 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 god hurry up and get this off of me god hurry up and make this happen in my life I, if i could just become a millionaire or if i could just become well if i could just finish school have you ever heard of senior writers oh my goodness every time i got ready to graduate i had from any program or anything i I encumbered um, senioritis. <laughs> um, you're just so ready to be done with it that you kind of, you know. But what I've experienced is that the end always has a little bit of a pull to it. And that's when I really realized that I've got to have a little bit of endurance about me if I'm going to finish. If I'm going to finish strong, I've got to have some endurance about me. I've got to be able to be patient and wait on the Lord. Patience requires that we have endurance. Patience requires that we trust the Lord, but we get in a hurry. So once it's done, we don't have to worry about it anymore. Verse 2 of Hebrew, Hebrews chapter 12 says, fixing our eyes on Jesus. Fixing our eyes on Jesus. What are you a what are you, what's got you affixed? What's your fixation? What is your fixation? You know, some of us have different fixations where we're just fixated on being um, a part of a certain organization or fixated on being having these credentials behind our names or in front of our names or whatever. We're just we get fixated on successes sometimes. And of course, God wants us to have good success. That's what uh, Joshua one is is partially about. But we cannot get fixated on those things. We've got to ask ourselves the why question. Why do I want those credentials? Is it so that I'll be able to be a greater help to others in the kingdom? Um, 
why do I want more money? Is it so that I can help out with uh, promoting things that need to be promoted? Is it so that I can help a school, a struggling school or a struggling family? Or it, it, why do I want to be wealthy? We have to ask ourselves the why question that leads us to the purpose and not just the fixation. But our eyes should be fixed on Jesus, who is the author and the perfecter or the finisher of our faith. He puts the finishing touches on our faith. He perfects our faith. Who for the joy set before him endured. He was patient to endure the cross. Despising the shame. And has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself. So that you will not grow weary and lose heart. That's verse 3. So what am I saying to you? I want you to not get weary just because it's taking a little bit longer. I don't want you to lose heart just because it's taking a little bit longer, just because God is not on your timeline. See, we've got to ask God to help us to get adjust to his timeline. Kairos versus Kronos. A lot of times we live our lives in Kronos, you know, the calendar and days flying by. But Kairos is that time that is established in God. And we got to learn what to do with that time that is established in God. We've got to learn how to trust God through those times and and, and let him perfect our faith during those times. Don't you know that that during times of uh, where you've got to exert patience, that during those times, God is actually finishing your faith and perfecting your faith? It takes faith to trust God when things aren't happening as fast as we would like for them to. Verse 3 is so awesome. It says, for consider him, talking about Jesus, who has endured such hostility by sinners against himself so that you will not grow weary. Jesus was, he was there on the cross. He endured the, 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 the shame of the cross and yet he stayed right there. He, you know, he was vulnerable on that cross to show us himself and he doesn't want us to grow weary I'm I'm struggling with that word, aren't I? He doesn't want us to grow weary, <laughs> there it is, and lose heart. But he wants us to remain of good heart. He wants us to know that he's going to do just what he has said. He is going to do what he has promised. So I've got to leave you with this. The other day, I'm on my journey, right? And I'm driving home and I come to a red light. There's a message all in that, you know, uh, sometimes on our journeys, we come to red lights, we come to stopping points that God wants us to come to because he has something that he wants to reveal to us. We can't be go-go all the time. Um, so I tell myself, you can't be a go-go girl all the time where you're just on the go, on the go, on the go. So I, I'm grateful for stoplights because I get so much revelation at red lights. It's a weird thing, but it happens for me. So as I look at the car that's about to drive um, through the green light, it's a pace car, a P-A-C-E car. It's a pace car. And I'm going, oh, and just, you know, the trick of the mind, I look at it and I go race car. And I even get into this in-depth thinking about maybe they made a mistake on it. And then I go, oh, it's a pace car. So I go home because I'm not a, a race car person or anything like that. And as I go home and I start to research this, because I've just got to know what God is saying to me, right? I look up pace car 
And this is what Oxford Dictionaries says about pace cars. It says it's a car that sets the pace and positions racers for a rolling start in a warm-up lap or laps before a race. Or that returns to control the pace in temporarily hazardous, um, hazardous conditions. I'm going to get my words right tonight. So I was like, wow, that's what a pace car is. So uh, Merriam-Webster says it this way. An automobile that leads the field of competitors through a pace lap but does not participate in the race. I found that very interesting that this pace car had such power that it was such an important part of a race. And so I was like, you know, I'm always looking at a race car. Well, a race car is um, stated by Merriam-Webster's Dictionary as an automobile that leads the field of... uh, Nope, that's not what it is. I'm sorry. I'm reading my other. Is an automobile built or modified for racing? Well, guess what we get to be? (laughs) We get to be pace race cars. We get to be cars that can set the pace because as leaders, God allows us to lead our homes and set the pace for how things are going to be. He also allows us the opportunity to be race cars by being sturdy built to be a part of the race. By being able to get in there and to be a part of running the race. But the unique thing is that when we're in the race, we do it with endurance and with patience. We're not in it for competition of who we're going to beat in the race or anything like that. It's not for me to go to work and figure out who I'm going to beat today or who I'm in competition with at church or or any within the church or the body of Christ or anywhere else or within my family or or even with my neighbors. But a pace car, just think if we could be a pace car, the one that says, you know what, when you're in trouble, I'm going to come back and I'll lead the way when you're in trouble. You know what? I'm the one that's going to help you with getting started with everything. I'm going to set the pace for you. And so I thought that was very unique that a pace car sets the pace. Are you a pace setter? Are you a pace setter? We need some pace setters out there. We need people who are not in the rat race of life, but some pace setters. We need some people who help to position the racers for a rolling start. Giving our children children that ro- that that rolling start, making sure that when hazardous conditions are there, that we come back in and we can say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's get some control on that." That's how the Holy Ghost does. The Holy Spirit will help us to pace ourselves. We get up in the morning because the alarm clock has gone off and we're like, oh, got to go, got to go. And we've hit the alarm clock several times. And we're like, oh, and we're in a hurry to get there and we're speeding and we're just going. No, we have to learn how to slow down. We have to learn how to let God lead us. Relationships, you got to learn how to let God lead us. Our jobs, we have to let God lead us. I found out that some of the best leaders are people that are there to get in rhythm with God. And when we look at pacemakers um, for the heart, if the heart is not beating in sync as it ought to, if it's kind of just lagging behind, people... Some people opt for, they, they, they are um, candidates for a pacemaker. 
Can we see God as our pacemaker? Can we see God as helping us to become pace setters? He's a pacemaker. He's giving you your rhythm. He's telling you what cadence that you need to thrive on. He's putting things back in order for you. That chaotic situation is no longer chaotic, but now it's in cadence with what God has for you. You know, it's called peace that passes all understanding, where you can just have a lot going on, but yet you choose God in that circumstance. You choose God in that situation, and you see God because you chose God. So I say to you, my friends, are you pacing or are you racing? Take time to enjoy this life. Take time to smell the flowers if you like flowers, to hear the birds chirping if that's what you like, to take time to see when the leaves are changing from season to season if you have that opportunity, or just to be still and know that he is God. Take time.